Do you know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit hot97.com slash NYH Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice. Hottest nigga in the world. I had the number one song in the world when my brother committed suicide. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, and it's just happened, you know. And then the first year when I popped, my daddy get found dead out of nowhere. So every year since I done been successful. Something been, has yeah, happened to you. Yeah, every single Something's year. Something has happened to you. But I'm built for that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm on. So to answer your question, like, I don't know if I have dealt with the shit. I really haven't. Like, my way of dealing with shit is... You know, just to goddamn, just to keep going, just to stay resilient. You know what I'm saying? And watch over the people who may not be as strong as me. Tap in. Tap in with T.T. Torres. So where do I begin with the baby? The baby and I have a special relationship with each other. Um, and it got real after the whole cancel culture thing and him and I um, speaking one-on-one with each other and him asking me advice and my thoughts. And the reason why he has a soft spot, because a lot of people always ask me this question, why do I ride so hard for him? I ride hard for him because I really know his heart. and. The narrative that's being spun on the internet about him is not really who he is deep down. He's very caring, very loyal, very respectable person, believe it or not. He doesn't just go out and wild out on people because he's arrogant or people think he's arrogant or ignorant or whatever. That's not who he is. If you really know him, Jonathan, you'll know he's far from that. He's not a sucker. He ain't out here trying to hurt nobody and be malicious just off a of GP. And I think the narrative has been so spun out of control that anybody now could put anything up about him and people believe it. Even recent headlines when you look at like, oh, he did this, he did that. And you could see him in a video not touching anybody. Or this headline says this and this headline says that. People are now just making up headlines. So in part one, we discuss his summer jam appearance, cancel culture, what that meant to him and his fans. And we really, really get down to the bottom of how it was for him in that moment. Let's jump right into it. Tap, tap, tap in with T.T. Torres. Tap, tap, tap in with T.T. Torres. Do you 
know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit Hot97.com slash NYH Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice. All right, it's Hot 97, number one for hip-hop is T.T. Torres, the baby's in the building. Yes, ma'am, what's it's up, baby? It's so nice to see you. It's so nice to see you, T.T. You know, I love you from the bottom of my heart. You no, know what I'm saying? No, I love you, too. Uh, for sure. And this ain't gonna be no manufactured conversation at all, because I'm with, you know, a real one. So, it's whatever you want to do. So, first, I want to um, jump straight into the album. Mm-hmm. That better is than you. Out currently, right yeah. now. Baby and YB, better than you, for sure. And there's no features. No features, it's just Baby and YB. So, how? did that come about um did you go to where he is because i know he's um on probation or something like yeah, that so yeah, he can't leave the state hour house arrest, yeah you know what i'm saying so like we we shot we we started off to just shoot songs back and forth then when i did where he where he actually located it it's like one of the one of the largest ski resorts you know what i'm saying probably like an hour away probably like one of the largest ski resorts you know what i'm saying in the u.s out there so I took my babies out there and my nieces and my mama and everybody. We ain't, I wanted to go on a little winter trip anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I posted about there, played the little winter games with them, did our thing in between his engineer coming back and forth from him to me. Yeah. And we put them all fucking together like a puzzle. Yeah, so you know wait. Can we just talk about the winter games for a second? Yeah, for sure. Snow I fucking hate shit. skiing. Yeah, <laughs> like, I ain't go skiing. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't <laughs> know I had this fucking airpod in my ear. I ain't. I ain't go skiing. I ain't about to break my fucking leg. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I got shit to do, but... My know. son is an avid skier. So this he past nice Christmas, it. I got outvoted. I'd rather be on a beach getting a yeah, tan exactly. and these motherfuckers want to go skiing in the though. cold. But it's, it is a vibe. You a New Yorker. I don't know how you shit. But that's the point. I want to go yeah, out go of the cold. somewhere Facts, facts, facts. Got you. So um, did you actually like get in with the snow tubes yeah, and all of that? Yeah, I did some shit. I ain't go skiing. I, I did. I did a lot of other little shit though. It was fun as hell, man. My daughter, she wasn't going to let me not do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. we got it in. It was I, different. I, I, it was I, I love I love that. I want to talk about you being a family man, but let's let's finish talking about the album. Okay, For so sure. y'all put the, y'all, you. y'all put it together like a puzzle. Like a puzzle. And um y'all shot the videos where mm. he was at and So like like I said, like I got I just got a like an Airbnb out there and just okay. brought the family out there, you get what I'm saying? So it's like I got I'm at the crib, you know what I'm saying? Like an hour away from where he at. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's like home, so Whatever they shoot over there, I shoot scenes over here. Him and his cameraman to shoot scenes over there. Shout out to his cameraman, uh, Fly just Guy Nick. Edited together. Yep. Shout out to my content team, Gemini Bravo. We we all four came together and just really bounced ideas around. You get what I'm saying? And so you I couldn't shoot some legally shit, shoot some shit. go to where he was at. Uh-uh. Okay, wow. You can't. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get approved. You know what I mean? That shit gotta get approved. Damn, probably by his probation officer that, or something. I didn't know it was that strict. Yeah. Yeah, it's better than jail, though. I tell you that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It really is. And when you can, you know, when you got the ability to, you know, and you got the the ambition to be able to put together joint projects while still on that situation, you know, it's just. Yeah. I feel like it's a testament, you know, to how hard that that young nigga work. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's special, nah, he he's works really kid, hard. For sure. Yeah, and his fan base is like really a loyal fan. Yeah, they base. ain't playing about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like a true independent artist too, like in terms of like you are too, self-made, built from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, 
I kind of put you guys together. Y'all didn't really the the major label success came after the hard work That's that was fact. already put into what you guys were already doing. It's a fact. You know, so um, I can see I can see that creativity flowing back and forth because you guys are. Kinda. In that regard, it was easy. I mean, this is what we, this is what we're, with me. I know this is what I'm used to with him too. I, I would say the same. It's just getting it out of the mud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah making it shake. Why no features? I mean, we ain't need them. Yeah, true. Shit, <laughs> we ain't need them. You know what I'm saying? It, he it, whatever whatever we would have reached out to other people to do between the both of us, we got the the range and the versatility to do it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like if goddamn we need somebody to sing on the hook. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? He got it, and then I can hit me a couple notes too if I need to come yeah, fill in. But you, could you know, do mo- melodic melodies. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and yeah, both of, of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Both of us. So it was, you know, it's all it's all types of, you know, what I mean, styles on this on this project. You know, what I mean, different type of production, different styles of music, and you really get to see like the range of both of us. You get to see what we both do best. You get what I'm saying? You get right. to see what we bring out of each other. You right. know what I mean? And what's brought out of us by experimenting with. With different shit that neither one of us had done before. You yeah, know what I mean? like so like what? Give me some examples. Like Turbo, like a record, like Turbo. You know what I mean? Like that's a different, completely different sound, completely different vibe, different production. You know what I'm saying? Like we we go into like we we take what we do and what we is like we take like our culture and we take it to a whole nother wave. You know what I'm saying? And 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 capitalize over right. there. Like it's raw. Like yeah. some of the hardest shit I've heard on like them kind of beats. And I've been around. The type of people that would, you know, what I mean, play say, on them beats and been, they fuck yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah, been, they, you've been around that that type of sound, I should mm-hmm. say, though, that type of production. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious as to why you never tried it before. I mean, I really have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really have. If, if it'll go, certain things will go over people's heads, certain things they'll latch on to, and that's it's always up to the consumer to choose. You know what I'm saying? What they want to buy into at the time. I ain't, I ain't never been one to force. A song or a sound, you know what I mean, onto the listeners. Like I just do me consistently enough to where when you find what you want, you're gonna grab it and hold on to it. Especially yeah. with me, like they, you know, people be wanting a certain type of thing when they want it. I just, you know, I give it to you. I let people pick their poison and then, you know, yeah. I poison their ass up. <laughs> yeah, that's what we doing. But I, I love it though. You guys are both from the South. Exactly. So y'all have that um energy about you guys in that soulfulness yeah you know i spent mm-hmm. a lot of time um i started my radio career in the south so right. I, I spent a lot of time in south carolina yeah. i did radio at charlotte yeah. at um the radio station at the time was like hot 92 7 uh-huh. um so i i went to johnson c smith university yeah. for a little bit mm-hmm. so the culture is very soulful you know some yeah church on sunday yo yeah. let me tell you something there was a project that i rented um, I'm telling you a lot. You was in the project. I was in the. I can't remember the name of it, <laughs> but it was. I, I was so broke at Hot 92.7 in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm. and um, I was making maybe like seven dollars and fifty cent an hour at the time. And I was like, I I'm gonna drop out of school, right. and I'm just gonna chase this radio career because I'm I'm you know you I've been on my own too. since I was 14 years old. So I'm like, that. I had to gamble on myself. Mm-hmm. There was this girl, I didn't have money for an apartment, but there was this girl at, that was friends with a girl at the radio station. And she's like, I got an apartment, a Section 8 apartment, right? Yeah. You could rent $200 a month. That's what my mama <laughs> used to pay back in the day. $200 a month. I forgot. Yo, you might know it. Not too far from the radio station in Charlotte. I cannot remember the name of those projects. My, what my, was it then? What was that radio station then? 92.7? 
Wilkinson. Then she she probably talking about like Little Rock. Yeah, I came the my very first night staying there. My car got broken into. <laughs> I was so tight. Like this. it was like brick buildings, yeah, like like yeah, real brick projects. Buildings. Yes, yeah, yes. Rock. Like I remember them Little being rock. brick buildings. And I, because when I went there, I'm like, yo, this shit look lit. This don't look like the projects to me right. until yeah, you the from nighttime. New York. Yeah, yeah, you from New York, so it's got this regular shit. I be thinking I'm in the projects. We be in Manhattan. I'm like. Shit. Nigga, stop! They got the sprint out. Hey, where the fuck we at, bro? Hey, can't have guns up here. Where we at? It's ain't the South now. Nah, you know what I mean? nah. The, but when it got dark outside, that shit got nah, lit. Nah, for sure it's lit. That's okay. when the projects come outside for sure. And I, I remember the, the people used to be like, because you had a little, you know, you had to park on the street and kind of walk to the apartment, and they used to be like, "Ain't you the girl from the uh, uh the radio station?" And mm-hmm. they look, I'm like, "Nope, that's not me." Right. <laughs> They would have took care of you. You know, they took care of me. Shout out to her because she really did take care of me. You know, but that that's the grind sure. of the business. And that sure. builds your character sure. to go through some shit and come out the other side. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we're put on this earth, I honestly believe, to be vessels. Right? And Absolutely. sometimes God got to use us in ways that we don't really know that... Um, we're going to be used. For sure. But it's how you overcome those things that build your true, true character. So I had to, you know, go through that. But I learned a lot, particularly about, you know, the Caroline, the Carolinas and, you know, building your brand and coming mm-hmm. from those markets where they like. Where it's ground up, where it ain't a lot of people that didn't did this shit before you. Nobody. And to come to the number one New, in North, New York. Exactly. To yeah, come from that. there. Yeah. And that's like you, right? You coming from North Carolina to be the baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And how much you had to put into that. That's that, a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of commitment and a lot of dedication. Mm-hmm. You it's know? Only one of me. It's only one of you. Shit, who was popping before then? Yo, Petey Pablo. Right? Shout I, out to yo, Petey Pablo used to hit my line. That's how. Yeah. I'm telling my age right now. You need but, to be this shit. <laughs> <laughs> ben, Ben, Ben. <laughs> Ben Ben, the show, the show. Petey Pablo, you see him online? He was the hottest shit. Nah, facts. In fucking North Carolina, okay? Yeah, niggas wasn't even from North Carolina. Was got that? Donald's right. Tell you, yo, he. I remember we used to take over these community centers. Everybody be out the fucking door trying to see Petey Pablo. I was legit, and I remember. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, so I'm trying to think. I don't think there was anybody as big as you coming out from from that side. Mm. No, right? Mm-mm, that's a fact. And he not uh, from Charlotte. He is, from... Is he from... Where he from? He from the country somewhere. Newburn, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. So, what made you really want to get into the rap game and start di- rapping? I was I was sticking and moving, doing what I was doing every day. And I just felt like I was slicker with my words than the rap niggas I was listening to every day. For real, for real. And who were you listening to? Now, I ain't gonna say slicker with my because I was listening to some to some of the ones. This the ones that made me want to rap. But yeah, like majority of them, like I came in like when I first sat in front of a microphone, I felt like you couldn't name five rappers that could fuck with me. Mm. And I'm not and I'm not no rapper like at the time. You get what I'm saying? But like so off the rip, and I feel like that gave me an advantage too. Like coming from where I'm coming from, because everybody else want to be the hottest nigga here or. The hottest nigga in this region or whatever. Yeah. It's, they take them type of steps to I came in competing with like the world. So the standard I'm holding myself to. Because that's already your mindset coming in. I'm already looking at yeah. Drake and these I'm already looking at. Yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't 
don't want to be this. Exactly. I want to be I'm this. already gunning for for what for their type of their level of success. You get what I'm saying? I'm already gunning for that. You're visionary. And, and within goddamn. Since I from when I started rapping to me popping probably about I don't know what four years within four years these are my peers I'm in the same these are my peers the same niggas you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. so you know they just go to show you know like it's all about like the expectations you set for yourself you know and yeah. the level of complacency you you put on yourself I don't put none on myself like when I was the hottest artist in the world I was the hardest working nigga I knew now you was on working. my off time you get what I'm saying and I barely had that like I you know I don't. You know, if never satisfied as a person, you get what I'm saying. Satisfied with the, with the, with the simple things, you get what I'm saying. But as far as like my ability, like to do more, you know what I mean, and what I feel like I'm put on this earth for, like that's never ending for me. Like, you know what I liked about you um, when I first got introduced to your music, I liked the fact that you was very clear in how you rapped. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved your punchlines. I love your metaphors. I love how you would hit in and out the pocket, speed mm-hmm. your flow up, slow your flow down. Mm-hmm. I like that about you. And I feel like a lot of Southern artists, and there's nothing wrong with this. It's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's hard for me to understand them sometimes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, and because I've been exposed to other markets through my radio career, right, right. I always can vibe with the sound and the music because of the beats. So when I was in like Richmond, Virginia doing radio, that sound, that Southern, the beats and Mm -hmm. how they ride the beats, I might not necessarily understood everything they were saying because of the, um, this, the, uh, how do you say it? The tone, um, the dialect. Yeah. But I understood the beats, even like how Gotti and I'm rapping Memphis and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So the music still cut through. The music still cut through. Mm -hmm. But for you... When I heard you and got introduced to you, I was like, he's so fucking clear. Yeah, for sure. Like, you couldn't hear that heavy down south accent. Mm-hmm. You you were very clear on your records. Was that intentional or I that's just how, your sound? I mean, I know, how to, I'm a, I know how to articulate myself, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. like, and, But at the same time, I'm still me too. I'm still from what I'm from. I'm still cut. I'm cut but at the same like I had. And that, that go to my daddy. I owe that to my pops. You know what I'm saying? He was in the army. Like when I was young, so, so he, he wrote. You. We wrote a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like he wrote a lot of letters and shit back and forth. He was like Afghanistan, all that. When they, you know, when they was over there in war and shit, so he wrote me a lot, you know what I mean? And he was just real big on. He used to, used to uh, send me my letters back with, with grammar corrections on them and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, wow. yeah, like like a damn English teacher. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm seven years old, bro. Like, you know, so I, so he I always knew how to talk. You. Yeah, yeah. And when I talk, like, you know, he, this is even as a kid, you know what I'm saying? Because when I'm with my mama's side, you know, it's all the way gut over here. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so when I'm with my mama and when he, anytime he talked to me, he just made sure he put shit on my mind. And when he hear me talk, he just made sure he, he provided that balance that I needed. You know what I'm saying? That's on so hindsight, I know I needed. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's what made me who I am today. So, you know, he just made sure, you know, his son had something on his mind. You know what I mean? challenge me early that's an important point you make because what can happen to a person is you can start to become that poverty mindset yeah right yeah part and, of your environment for sure and when you stay too much over there and that's all you exposed to mm-hmm. that's all you become dependent on for sure. so what your father taught you was that there's a world out there yeah. and with him going, right with him going to afghanistan and experiencing life he mm-hmm. saw the world through different lenses and yeah. he passed that down to you it's a fact and you and him are really tight yeah yeah, yeah. for sure and i could tell by how you 
interact with your children mm-hmm. that that was instilled in you. That's all I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I know. I don't know how to be no fuck nigga as a father. I ain't never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I done seen other niggas because I got the example of like, you know, well, I know what the type of father my father is. So I know when somebody ain't that, you get what I'm saying? But I, I know what not to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As well as what to be like when it comes to being a parent. Like, that's all I know. I ain't never have no, no, no fuck nigga as a father to teach me no fuck nigga ways as a father. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your dad was a stand up guy and for made sure, sure he was there. For sure. Yeah. And I think that's important for black fathers in general because you have to break down those stigmas yeah, sure. that white America has put on black fathers that they don't show up for their kids, Facts. that they don't do those things. Facts. And you know, I grew up in an era where, you know, in the 90s and where there was really drug infested stuff. And then they criminalized all of our fathers. So they locked everybody up. So they they couldn't they couldn't be there because they were all in fucking jail. Right. You know what I'm saying? That was because it was systemic on mm-hmm. why our generation was taken our fathers were taken away from us but what it did was built a resilient generation so so we started to change the trajectory because we didn't want to be dumb mm-hmm. like we didn't want to be the drug addicts we didn't want to be at examples of what not to be we didn't want to be that exactly. you know what i'm saying and so i think that's that's truly important and a lot of um and i know you're really big into the mental health thing how did you deal with a lot of the stuff that has happened to you with the loss of like your brother and all right. of that that you went through? Right. Which I don't think a lot of people, um, sh- not say give you mercy, but really understand right. that part of you that you're a human and you hurt. Yeah, I mean the thing, uh, you know, today defense, I'm not, I'm not one. I don't accept sympathy like or look for it, and I get that from my mama. Like that's the strongest woman I know. You get what I'm saying? Like she always instilled that, and it's like, don't let nobody feel sorry for you. Don't let no. And I, I don't. You know, who's to say if that's healthy or not? You see what I'm saying? But she made, she stood on that. You know what I'm saying? She stood on that and made a man out of me. You get what I'm saying? When my father was absent, you see. But like, I ain't really because I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna slide into that early in the conversation when you said, you know, I've been through a lot in the past year, and I'm like, the past year. That shit ain't nothing. Like no, all the lot. cancel culture shit, all that, all that, you know, the internet shit. That ain't. I've been with. I've been through real life been shit. You know lot. what I'm saying? Like at the, it's it's what's supposed to be like the peak of my career. Not even the peak, cause I got so much further to go. But like hottest nigga in the world. I had the number one song in the world when my brother committed suicide. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So it's like, and it's just happened, you know. And then the first year when I popped, my daddy get found dead out of nowhere. So every year since I done been successful. Something been, has happened yeah, to you. Yeah, every single Something's year. Something has happened to you. But I'm built for that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm on. So, to answer your question, like, I don't know if I have dealt with the shit. I really haven't. Like, my way of dealing with shit is, you know, just to goddamn, just to keep going, just to stay resilient. You know what I'm saying? And watch over the people who may not be as strong as me. It's that need. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because I'm the one. So, if I, I can't really. You see what I'm saying? It ain't really, you know, it ain't yeah. no room for me to goddamn the fold or the or the fall into no funk behind. So you that. you you use success as a tool to cope, like not this, success, but the hustle, the hustle of yeah, it, the, yeah, the because journey. it keeps you going. Absolutely, it keeps it fuels you, and it also fuels what you know the people around me. It's important it provides for them, so it's kind of like you know that's the only win win for me if I lean too. If I lean too too much in any other direction, you know, it's going to go downhill. 
but you know but you're gonna have to deal with that trauma. Absolutely, I, I do in 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 way you know in my in my own ways, but it's kind of like that type shit. It ain't you know you can't write a book on on how to deal shit deal with shit like that. You know what I mean? It's it's personalized. You know what I mean? Through each person and their experience and you know and whatever. Because whatever you build a hard you build this hard exterior like mm-hmm. like my mom. I, I, I'm gonna tell you this as an example. I was 14 years old when my mom dropped me off at a friend's house and never came back. Mm-hmm. I, I never even, I was four years old when my mom took me away from my father. I didn't have a relationship. My father was a alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So he was, um, I don't ever remember him being there. You know what I'm saying? And then the good parts of him, I always try to remember. So when we when that got torn away from me, all I remember was a good thing. I didn't remember him being an alcoholic. Right. So my need to succeed was based upon my trauma. Yeah, your circumstances. My circumstances. Sure. And I didn't really, really understand that until I hit a brick wall. Exactly. Until I was like, okay, I have to deal with this it trauma. It slows you down, made you think about it. And that's how I look at like the series of events, you know what I'm saying? Like this past year, because I wasn't doing nothing, but her, like it took for for every show on my calendar to get pulled and canceled after you held us down. You know what I'm saying? And we came up here, but it took for every show to get pulled and canceled for me to actually sit still and realize what the fuck done took place in my life since popping. Like I didn't, I didn't did so much i got so many accolades i'm on the cover of like four different magazines shit i used to read as a kid bt awards best new artist everything S- six grammy nominations like all kind of shit performed at the ground all kind of shit like i'm from i come from none you get what i'm saying Life so it's changing. like but ain't none of that shit even mean nothing to me because i'm i'm already numbing myself out you know what i'm saying through the hustle so it's kind of like a lot of the moments, like, I ain't enjoy them. Like, I'm just like, okay, what's next? I'm a, I'm a okay, what's next type nigga anyway. And, and That's guess what? And, gu- and guess what? My therapist right. told me the other day. When are you going to stop saying what's next? Right. Right. And when are you going to just stop right. and just say, okay, I'm going to be okay? Yeah, I had to do that. I had to do that just this past year. You get what I'm saying? I, I ain't had nothing but uh, extra time on my hands to do so or to keep fighting you know what I'm saying? To keep trying to fight whatever off. You get what I'm saying? But it ain't, you know, I'm accepting of what he is. But at the same time, like, you know, it ain't no, it ain't no folding in me. It ain't no quitting me. But you got to give people the grace to be able to recognize, A, I need to slow down and deal with this. Mm-hmm. And B, start to make the change. And that change, does, change doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Like, when I made the decision to... Not take you off that show. Best believe everybody in their mama. I know it was hard. Was, on was you. putting a pressure on me. Mm-hmm. You know, but what does it do to just? What does that do to anyone? Not to have a conversation. Not to give a person grace to change. Not to give a person time to learn. Mm-hmm. What does that do? That doesn't solve nothing. Not for sure. It closes up the conversation. It shuts everything down. It's the most ass-backwards shit I've ever seen in my life. And trust me, that's what made me really, like, stand on it. Because I'm like, what does that do for the culture? When someone makes a mistake, they can't learn from that. They can't change. Mm -hmm. 
They can't grow. They're not a time to heal. I told y'all TT was a fucking gangster. <laughs> like, I told y'all. What? And so that's why I really made the decision to stand up to the CEOs and the COOs and get on the phone with you and mm. navigate you through this. It was much and appreciated too. Because it, it's like, they, you can't just always throw somebody away. Especially no nigga like me. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming. Yeah. Um, what do you say? Because to a lot of people that might say, and and I fight with a lot of people in your comments. I, I stop commenting in your. Um, oh man! Like if I say, I be having oh to tell God, the people that the people that got yo, love for me, right? When people love me. me. I'm like, yo, let me just take this right. shit down. I like, be having to tell the people that love me, chill out, because they play with you. I'm gonna see now. Yeah, I'm, now yeah, I'm gonna get, in, I'm like, get into let it. Let me just delete this I'm shit. I'm gonna get into it. What do you say that pe when people? What do you say to people that may say the baby is a narcissist or he's this? People don't even that. know how to spell that shit. That's that's one of them words that they saw on Instagram when the meme culture started coming around. People don't even know how to spell narcissist. But whatever. Um, I mean, niggas don't know me at the end of the day. I mean, people know a narrative people know a series of narratives that have been put out for whatever reason the narratives was put out. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own intentions from media outlets to people, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So people don't really know me at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, you know, me me trying to the way people got to know me at all was through music. You know what I'm saying? It was through music and it was through art. You know what I mean? So me choosing a different route to clear up bullshit that came from my success, from being, you know what I mean, blessed enough to, to do yeah. the art that I do. Yeah. Me trying to go a different route to clear it up. That's that's moving backwards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's moving backwards. So, I mean, it's just about just putting out through the music. You'll see what's going on in through time when situations occur. You're going to see, you know what I'm saying, who I yeah. really am, you know what I mean, and what I really stand on. You're gonna, it's just going to happen. I'm going to be me yeah. at the end of the day, you know what I mean? That, uh, like, one thing I'm I'm real big on, man, and, and one thing I know for sure is that, you know, true character going to always outlive going always outlive bullshit. Mm -hmm. Always, you know. So I'll let some bullshit win temporarily because I know what's up with me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't... Certain shit I don't gotta I don't gotta squash it. You know what I mean? I, right. now when it's when it's when it's something in front of me that I that I know I gotta step on, I'm gonna step on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna yeah. step on it. But it's factors that come into play with each situation that make me ah I'ma let that slide or you know what I mean? Oh, okay, I'ma let you know, it's factors that come into play and you kinda just gotta play it the way you play it and you know, adapt in real time. And because you're so public and your generation is so social. Yeah, this shit. Everything is so exposed. You if know? I sneeze now, you might get sick through your iPhone. Yeah. Somewhere across the country. That's yeah. the way this works. Do sometimes you wish you could reel that back? Like you could reel some of that, like, give well, it like too letting much. people in on Yes, me? yes. No. I don't, I don't regret shit. I do it the same way all the way over again. I ain't tripping. Yeah. I do it the same way because at the same time, like, you know, the way I did express myself, like we was talking about probably about, you know, five minutes earlier in, in the conversation, like that was my outlet. That's how I, you know, I found peace within doing it. You know what right. I mean? I found peace within doing it. So I wouldn't change the way, you know, nothing played out. Yeah. And I wouldn't change it, you know, and you got to, you got to, and I still ain't let them all the way in. I mean, I do, but I don't, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I do, but I don't. It's still so much more. That's just because of like, you know how much depth I feel like, you know, I got as a person. Like it's, it's gonna take you time to, you know, to really understand what's going on with me. And if you distracted at any moment, you are gonna fuck around, miss something. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. You yeah. know what I mean? And a celebrity. There's people I've known for years that still don't. They don't know plenty shit about me. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. They don't know the half. They fuck around and hear yeah. me having a random conversation and learn something new. Yeah, because you, you gotta move. I mean? Right. And certain things, certain ways, you gotta move. Um, and it's not. Uh, it, one thing Khaled told me a long time ago. I was sitting in his crib and he kept saying to me, "You gotta protect your blessings. You gotta mm-hmm. protect your blessings." I'm like, "What? Like, what the fuck you mean? You gotta protect your blessings?" Mm-hmm. But the higher you climb up those I charts, swear you do. You got to protect your kingdom. It got to be a priority. It got to be a priority because look how the culture is set up, right? Think about the biggest artists in the world. Bring you up and tear you down. Absolutely. They don't look at like people like you, Drake, Beyonce, Jay, like where can they go next? You know what they say? When it's going to go down. Mm -hmm. When it's going to go down. We're our worst enemies when it comes to that shit. That's the thing about like that level of success, you know? And and that's what I mean. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't take it back for nothing in the world because, you know, I came from nothing and and was blessed enough to go to the highest level as a as a artist. You know what I'm saying? As a rapper, like the highest level. Like it's rappers now, hot as hell. Still ain't did what I did within a year. Right. right. They still ain't did it. I be seeing niggas new accolades. I'm and I'm you know I I love to see it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like that. It take for me to sit still, not be moving around every damn day, to see it. and have time to see. And I'm like, damn, look at the way these niggas celebrating what I did three months in the industry. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's dope. It just let me know like how blessed I am, and, and you know what I mean. And but the it way, also gives and what you, my hard work did. You know what I'm saying? Right, and it also gives you clear vision, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you're popping mm-hmm. and when you're hot and you're smoking hot, I've been mm-hmm. in this game long enough to know. Everybody want to move with you. That's a fact. Everybody want to be your friend. Everybody want to go to the party. Everybody going to hit Gary and Arnold for some fucking concert tickets. Everybody want to be there. And I was one of them artists. Like, I was stiff on that. And I always have been. Like, I don't really... I ain't really with the with the hanging out and shit. You know what I'm saying? I get around these niggas. Like, it's like, what's up? We going to record or not? Like, and you know what I mean? Yeah, I ain't trying to... Move. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't trying to sit up under you. I'm either going to learn something from you. You know what I'm saying? You finna learn but something from me? that's why I love your relationship. I love your relationship with 50. Yeah, that's my dog right there. I love that relationship. And you know why I said that's to 50? That's by fi- far the most genuine nigga I done met in this shit. Got to be. Absolutely. Got to be. I said to him a long time ago, I was up in his, his, his office, and I said to him, young artists respect you in a way that they're not going to respect somebody else because mm-hmm. you actually lived and put through. in that work mm-hmm. that... Most artists either rap about, never had, right. or they actually been through it and they see you on the other side. Right. Like, this nigga done been shot. Mm-hmm. The industry fucking shitted on him, right. wouldn't let him through the door right. to becoming one of the most successful hip hop superstars of it's my generation. Because I, you know, I was a generation after him. I, I came in looking at them niggas like, yo, they changing the right. fucking world right, right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to cross over in Hollywood and Major. to do what he does and to embrace you mm-hmm. and hold you down. And I know Fifth is giving you that conversation behind the scenes. Nah, for sure. I done got a billion dollars worth of game from him. You know what I'm saying? With, with him standing nothing to gain from me. At yeah. the same time, you know, and I ain't even that type of nigga. Like, I want to. 
I, you know, I'm all about like reciprocating. I really give it first and and wait on my reciprocation from a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, you know, so I'm always like, what can I do for you? You know what I'm saying? You didn't did enough. Certain shit, I nah, bro, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Because hell nah, I like to eat what I kill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like to eat what I kill. Because you have man, a sense of integrity. Not for sure, but that's yeah. definitely man. That's great company to be in, man. And super and genuine even, nigga. And, and super even genius. with your artists too. Yeah. Like yeah, for embracing sure. your artists. Yeah, he embracing me and everything to come with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then it come with me and it's dope to see somebody who done been through that same shit. You know, like, that's the nigga no, I can take advice can from because he didn't. If the shit was how it was when fifth and them niggas exactly. came out, that cancel culture would have been exactly. something different. Them niggas right. didn't give a fuck. Right. Like, that's why I should have popped it. <laughs> you know, for sure. I always say that sometimes mm -hmm. I feel like I'm in the wrong generation, but I think I'm in that sweet spot. Yeah, though, no, I'm like, where I'm supposed to be. I'm where I'm supposed to be, <laughs> but are. nah, that shit. That's, he's definitely a great company to be in, man. I learned from him every time we talk. We can hop on the phone. It's supposed to be a 30-second conversation. We be on that bitch for an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He gonna Air give you time. the game. If he fuck with you, he gonna give you the game. Not for sure. He don't fuck with a lot of people, but nah, when he, he do, he gonna give you the game. I got major love for is him. Is it the same relationship you have with Ye, or is it yeah, different? Well, Ye, yeah, it, it's different. Of course, they two different people. You know what I'm saying? With Ye... Well, yeah, man, he yeah, yeah, is a creative genius too. Both of them genius, you know what I'm saying, in their own way. But like with Kanye, like you know, I see, I see a lot of myself in in both of them. You know what I'm saying, in both of them, and and like Fifty, you know what I mean. Like, I, and then these two niggas, I I admire what they've done and what they continue to do so much that I don't even really feel comfortable saying I see myself in them. But I didn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying if I ain't already heard them say out their mouth. I see myself in you. You get what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. I don't know. You know what I mean? So, nah, it's both of them. And we, that's yeah. what the OGs are supposed to do. Mm -hmm. That's what they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. When I was coming up, the drug dealers right. saw the basketball player right. and said to that nigga, you're going to go to yeah, practice. Yeah, nigga take your ass to practice. I'm going to buy your sneakers. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay for your whatever. That's how my big brothers did me. Like, as a child, like, early on as a child, they ain't used to let me. My big brothers and my big cousin. They ain't used to let me get into the shit they was into. You know what I mean? Even though I'm from it, I'm of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's in me. It ain't nothing. They ain't used to, like, they'll, they'll get on my ass. Like, they'll beat me up. they catch me smoking. Like, really yeah. beat me up. Like, a nigga yeah. on the streets. Like, shit yeah. like that. They ain't let me do, like, a lot of shit that they did. And they was doing everything. Yeah. Right in front of me. You know what I'm saying? I'm the baby, for real. Like, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the youngest, so I see everything. Like, I study everybody. Yeah. The whole household. You get what I'm saying? I see how it's affecting my mama. I see... You know what I'm saying? I see everything. And, and they was like, nah, you going to stay yeah, yeah, in nah, school. Yeah, nah, they ain't, they ain't you, fuck you around like that. Yeah, yeah, they ain't fuck around like that. And that, that got a lot that shaped me. You know what I mean? To be, it just gave me balance. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It made me well-rounded, you know? So, like, and, and that's the difference. Like, my, my relationship with, like, with, like, 50, like, he from, he is closer. He closer to, like, where I'm from, like, what's in me type shit. You know what I'm saying? My relationship with Kanye, like, on the on the creative tip yes. alone, yes. like we, you know what I mean, we click. You know what I'm saying? No, that verse you gave on Donda. Oh, yeah, that verse was crazy. Nah, for sure. I appreciate him laying that out in front of me. I um, I flew out and got with him. He had called. He really called me like in the midst of all the shit that was going on. He called me. He like, I want you to come get with me ASAP. Just come get with me ASAP. Just come get with me ASAP. Fuck that. They, they you was the only one that stuck with me when they when they turned their back on me. He was the only one that said they, they you was gonna vote for me. I think he said yeah. that. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's whatever. I got with him, and I I pull up. This nigga's in the warehouse. He say, record. I'm thinking, I'm going to come to the studio. We pull up. It's a warehouse. This nigga got a studio set up right here <laughs> with, like, fucking 20 people at, at a table. You know what I'm saying? A studio set up right A lot of you not. He was the studio set up right here. A big-ass clothing rack. 
All the clothes is black, of course. Of course. The, the, the clothing rack is big as hell. Like, this room could sit in the middle of it. Like, wow. it had to be maybe 500 items on the hanger. No exaggeration. No exaggeration. You got a clothing rack. You got motherfuckers back there making clothes, designing clothes. Motherfuckers over here on the computer. He got fucking big-ass prototypes of, like, buildings and a school he building. He got everything he do creatively in one space and a bunch of people just coexisting, working, and he just jumped from this. He be in the middle of adding ad-libs to a song and got them, hold on, and come. Yeah. He'll come change something on a sketch to some fucking clothes. And, and he'll come say, yeah, latest ladies down, these five or six outfits, people in the room. He like, you want to, can I style you real? Can you try something on? He take them motherfuckers over there, picking out outfits, and the motherfucker come back around the corner looking like, Looking like they got them just left Fashion Week in Paris. I'm like, this nigga is a cold nigga, dog. But that's the type of shit, like, I be on, you know. Yeah. So to see somebody do it at, like, such a high level and be successful at it, it let me know, okay, I don't, be, I don't be doing too much. Like, I, you know, what, what overextends, like, the average person, like, that's really, like, my comfort zone. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I like to do everything like all at once like i feel like all this shit can get done yeah i don't feel like you can't you i gotta can. just do this to do because that because hip-hop like is so universal now sure. you do not have to put yourself mm -hmm. in a box mm -hmm. you know you don't just have to be the uh, the baby rapper mm -hmm. you can be an entrepreneur you can be an actor like you're you direct your own videos yeah for sure you write your own scripts mm -hmm. you do all of that you know what i'm saying like so i'm sure being around these guys have opened your mind. I Absolutely. mean, you were already a visionary, right? right. It gave me confirmation on like a lot of the, the shit I already like aspire to do. Like I get to see somebody right there in front of me do it. Somebody who started off not doing that shit. You get so, what I'm saying? So it's like... Kanye West, when I was doing radio at Power 99 in mm -hmm. Philadelphia, Cosmic Kev was on the radio. Mm -hmm. I was a fucking peon just starting out. When All Falls Down came on, Kanye West will walk through the motherfucking radio station, stand on the table, and tell, scream at everybody, I'm going to be the hottest motherfucker in the world, whether y'all believe me or not. Mm. Like, he always had that confidence and swag. He used to come up here with DJ Enough. He used, if you look at his first album, College Dropout, mm -hmm. he, he put the heavy hitter logo, DJ Enough, heavy hitter logo on, on his um, CD. Mm. Because New York, you know, it's... It's a hard fucking market to break. And That's back then, it was even harder. You, you either know, had you know to you go... popping when you pop in New York. Right. So you either had the funk flex, mm -hmm. you know, when he used to put out the mixtapes, or you had the heavy hitters, the collective DJs breaking you. Mm -hmm. And he would come through this radio station, play his records a hundred thousand times. He always believed in himself, no mm -hmm. matter who told him That's no. the first step in anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the first step in anything. And, so And look at him now. Exactly. Hey, thank you so much for tapping in with me. It's TT Torres. And this is Tap In with TT. Make sure you subscribe. Will you do that, please? Thank you. 